The Orbital is alive with the sounds and smells of cooking this week. Just Dinners, Delivery Womble and Goes Under have all withdrawn their food delivery services to Hutton amid a storm of complaints about orders arriving late and cold. Hutton Emergency Broadcast has been showing old cookery programmes and transmitting simple recipes for everyone to try um, cooking at home. Needless to say, the one credit pie and a pint bar has been closed down after a bout of womble crumped. McThargoys were doing a roaring trade but are out of stock now and have had to close until the delivery van arrives. Cecil has reverted to a liquid breakfast, liquid lunch, liquid dinner diet. Other truckers have headed off to Fat Ernie's to see if the all-you-can-eat buffet is still on. It isn't. Ernie said it was costing him a fortune. Mungo the hipster, he's the one who looks like an Edwardian cricketer, has been busy in his boutique store cutting action blankets into little squares, making them into micro sandwiches filled with something he claims is hummus and punting them for 50 credits a go. People are desperate, but they're not stupid, so business has been slow. Space Lake Shoe Shop has begun taking the bottoms off their shoes and selling them as Minute Steak, or Dover Sole. Those have had better reviews than the micro sandwiches. Budget Clones for You thought they could cash in by cloning a lasagna, but um, now it's claiming it has rights and demanded a lawyer. At the appropriate time, Fanny Craddock is interrupted in the middle of her coca just as she's patting her thighs with some kitchen paper. A voice says, Our mics are live. Welcome to the show. I'm Sandy Crevis and I'm eating some chips and a polar mint I found down the back of the studio couch. I'm Wilma Fingerdoo and I'm following a recipe to make my own donuts. I really hope they turn out like Fanny's. I'm Mia Harkness and I've turned to the old ways of the hunter-gatherer. Trumble in a thick, anyone? I'm Wanker and I can, can confirm that the sentient lasagna issue has been resolved. I'm Atris 60 and these chocolate nuggets are delicious. I'm Norma Snox and I'm having a chippy tea. Well, chip board anyway. Ooh, give us a bit. I'm saving my polar mint for after the headlines. Neither 0.22 or 0.21, but now 0.14. PF persuade Star to go easy on Haxwing. Too hot, too messy, update week 27. Oridakas in the Opus Audio Podcasts. Hot pubes doesn't beat around the bush. The second longest Super Cruise News. Final Voyage of the Gary Horgan.
Here at Hutton, we are known for taking things far too far. Usually, a loop of shame passed Hutton Orbital when we've been sampling the inbound Indie Bourbon on the way to swap it for a few tons of the Centauri Megagen. So, when reviewing the galaxy and all the very most silly places in it, places like Haghole or Bonkers, we occasionally stumble across something that just screams Hutton. Some of them are a little far away, like Beagle Point which means the likelihood of Hutton actually expanding Galvin's influence there is somewhere between slim and not a chance. Only because there aren't any factions between Colonia and their mind. But some of them are a little closer, and conversely, a little further from home. 36 Afiuchi is one such place. For those not familiar with it, whilst Hutton Orbital is 0.22 light years from the jump point, We'll argue where the orbital mechanics means it's drifted a little closer some other evening. We've printed the mugs now, and they say 0.22. There's one other place in the area that's quite far, not as far as Hutton, but far enough that people mention it. Before we go into the details on that one, there's something else that Hutton no is known for. And not just because Amelia stuck most of them in her mouth at one time or another. And that's rares. Hutton have fallen in love with these little things. The drinks, the joysticks, the mugs. We have a passion for rare things, and it just so happens that Hutton isn't the only place in the galaxy that's really far away and has a rare. We've got the Centauri Megagin cupboard safe, the mugs, of course, are ours, Indie Bourbon is on sale to all the truckers, and of course, over in George's pants, the Panther sticks are lit every time there's a bad smell from Cubicle 3, which needs to be covered up. Which is always. 36 Ophiuchi. As mentioned, ticks the rare box as well. Ophiuchi, yeah, let's try that again. Ophiuchi Exeno artifacts, they can't be eaten unless you've got really strong teeth. And as far as we can tell, even when dissolved, they're not alcoholic. But they are rare. And a very good salesperson, not unknown to Amelia, did a grand job of persuading Galvin that he wanted one. In fact, he wanted all of them. So, since last summer, a crack team of Hutton truckers have been attempting to move Hutton's influence in such a way as Alvin has a second location for a really long walk. Not as far as Hutton, just in case his little legs are feeling a bit tired. And with some great things to look at, PR, sniff on, not necessarily in that order, in the local shop. And finally, this week, they've managed to get Hutton's name on the boards over there. The next mission? to fly the 0.14 light years to Katzenstein Dock and start boosting our influence. Oh, hang on, did somebody say cat? Oh, oh dear. If you wanted any more proof that behind the scenes communication is happening between the Pilots Federation and Dark the Mighty, then look no further than the latest public information broadcasts on all channels from Shinrata. It's big enough to send a conspiracy nuts head into a spin. Whilst we don't know that the PF determined, along with Universal Cartographics, whether Thar the Mighty has actually claimed one or just sniffed a particular system in just the right way to officially claim as his, or hers, or theirs, there is quite clearly some kind of measuring system. It means humanity seeds defeat or claims a mighty victory in certain systems. Okay, there might be spotters that are counting the number of Thargoids per square light year, or if they're Merkin, using the, not using the, the metric system, Thuckers per bald eagle, 
And deciding that if a system is saturated enough, then we should bugger off out of it at high speed. But to date, if Hackswing and our allies don't do quite enough work, Bark has been able to place a little flag on the system and say it's his. Or switch off a station or a settlement and boot everyone out. Or fly ships in the skies over a port and casually pew-pew things on the ground like a fairground duck hunt, where the odds aren't rigged. However, this week, Hutton can semi-exclusively, well, okay, not exclusively at all, but just work with us here, reveal that a secret pact between the Pilots' Federation and Tharg the Mighty's mighty BGS minions have determined that instead of throwing all Hackswing's work in the bin, if they don't put in a full 100%, they'll graciously accept that we ought, and Tharg should plant a smaller flag, maybe 33% smaller, with a slightly weaker pole meaning that Tharg is actually encouraging anti-zero pilots to come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. And, uh, look, I'll tie one arm behind my back if you want. But the master or mistress or, um, what's the other version of that? Anyway, the plan is, nobody knows, but we're sure that the Pilots Federation and Tharg are in cahoots and probably send each other nice Christmas cards and spawn birthday Christmas gifts every year and don't tell us about it. For all we know, there isn't an actual war. This is a board game at the mo- and at the moment, Darg's Australia and South America. He's got the right to call he's got the right colour of meeple, and of course his loaded dice are rolling an actual twenty every time, but he's tantalizing humanity by leaving and opening it every opportunity. Probably he's as he likes deep frozen people sickle from those ejected escape pods and fancy the snack. After 27 weeks, too hot, too messy, the Hutton-led initiative to to deliver a Hutton mug and Megagen with which to fill it to all the stations in the galaxy has passed 53,000 deliveries. Last week was yet another lean week, with average deliveries below 1,500 for nine weeks in a row. Three new commanders joined the effort this week, taking the number to 280 participants, still representing 91 squadrons. Welcome to the challenge. Hutton has the largest contingent, with 74 pilots who have delivered almost 24,000 mugs and gin, which noticeably is less than half the total. So thanks thanks go to all the other squadrons taking part. The winged hussars are still in second with over 2,500 muggings, but they are being caught by the Buckyball Racing Club. In third, only 200 behind, with over 2,300 deliveries. The paladins are still fourth, the undead are fifth, and the burr pit are the sixth squadron to have collectively delivered more than a thousand hut and mugs and centauri megagen. Commander Chicks is still leading the deliveries table with over 5,700 mugs delivered. Some say that his fleet carrier is running low on mugs. Waller81 is second, having broken the 5,000 mark, ahead of Nemb in third with almost 3,600. Shay Blackwood has moved into fourth with over 2,200, ahead of Infinite Dreamer in fifth with almost 1,900. Reese Lang became the newest member of the 1000 Club, the membership of which now numbers nine. Of course, 
We know all this because it is tracked by the marvel that is the Hutton Helper and updated live on the Too Hot Too Messy event page at hot.forthemug.com forward slash hot underscore mess underscore two. Also, the Helper is now fully updated and supports both full-fat Thargoid and Thargite versions of the game. So however you play, your Hutton Rare's contribution will be recognised automatically. Apart from the mere glory alone, there is an additional incentive in the form of a chance to win a real-world, velcro-free, mods-preventing Hutton mug. Any commander that delivers 10 mugs and gin in the coming week will be entered into next week's draw to win a real Hutton mug. Unless, of course, you already have one. In which case, you'll have already been immunised against mods. 25 lucky commanders have accomplished this so far, including last week's winner, Nemb. And you can see a little golden mug next to their names in the top commander's table. Keep listening for this week's winner to be announced in the banter bit after the news. If you had delivered 10 mugs and gin a week in every week since the start, six months ago, you'd have racked up 270 deliveries next to your commander's name. Only 42 commanders have. If you haven't, why not give it a try? In order to join in the fun, you'll need to sign up by downloading the Hutton Helper from hot.forthemug.com forward slash download. And then your mug and gin deliveries will be automatically registered for you by Antarius's artificially intelligent, multi-flavored, gluten-free bionic hamsters. Uh, yeah, um, just a slight correction on that last article. Last week's winner was Shea Blackwood. I think the week before I was left in the script. Seamless. <laughs> Seamless. Anyway, terrible news this week. Well, not as terrible as it could be, but it was listed under quite bad in the Hutton Ops room called Call Sheet for the Week. Somewhere above infrastructure failure and below full Thargoid invasion, when Hutton Orbital Radio went off the air. Yes, that's right, your daily dose of music, adverts and silliness broadcast from this very orbital went silent. In fact, it didn't just go silent, it was replaced by the sound of a 3D hologram pirate skull rotating in space and the occasional yar. A splinter faction of the Code, we have no proof of this, but we're sure it was them, and the dastardly Don Antonacci, <coughs> yes it was him, broke into our transmitter room and proceeded to make large with unobtainium baseball bat and angle grinder on all the servers. Then the off-site backup servers, which were stored in the room next door, the Horton Cloud server, just above the asbestos tile ceiling, and of course the printed backup copy, which was in a wicker basket in the corner. Commander Simon was activated from his suspended animation and looked in horror at the carnage. Eight years of programming, of careful curation, of building a DJ box, of extraordinary eccentricity, and it was all up in smoke, smashed to pieces, and generally turned into a lot of jumbled ones and zeros, with no guide as to how to glue it together again. Of course, his eye was directed at the Hutton Orbital backup good operation, and balls of plummeting implementation nest, or hobgoblin, team in charge of data security. 
He brought the emergency transmitter online almost immediately and loaded in a playlist from back in the day including such oldies as Stations on Fire and the Hutton Widow's advert to everyone's big sigh of relief. It appears that the pirates managed to get away with Idlewise's entire back catalogue of Celine Dion and Morrissey records. Security teams have set out an APB for anyone with an eye patch and wooden leg intermittently crying and shouting, Hang the DJ! Good evening, travellers. HS5060 reporting in with this week's update on the Thargoal of War. We've had a good week defending humanity, but it seems we, when we have a good week, the Thargoids still come ahead. But hope is not lost, truckers, for we will continue the fight and show Tharg that the mug is mightier than the caustic messiah. Victories were reported across multiple maelstroms, with Haxworth joining up with the AXI, oh I love them, Operation Ida, and the post-disaster evacuation service, I think they go by PDES, on their tour of the Tyrannus Indra and Haddad maelstrom. Thargoid invasions were pushed back in Abisu, Sephi Sector YZ-YB4, HIP-29596, my favorite of the HIPs, HIP-20491, Aoicha, who writes these things, HIP-26688, Pathamon, and Putus, which I'm pretty sure is a dirty word in Spanish for a whale's vagina. A Thargoid alert was even pushed back in Thanosidi, which is the first alert system we've successfully defended in some time. On the evening of the 4th of February 3309, Hackswing successfully launched the Hutton Orbital Truckers Undertaking Battle and Extraction Services Initiative, or more easily recognized as Operation Hot Pubes. Fifteen truckers and biscuiteers of EDS-38 joined up in the battle of the Thargoids above the planetary base of Hadamard's inheritance in HIP-26688. I don't know really what he's inheriting. The place is a disaster now. Where many a scout and interceptor were blown up, including many fearsome hydras. Combat pilots cleared the skies to allow evac pilots a chance to land and take off safely with civilians on board as they made their way to the rescue ship in Tarak Tor. Our efforts led to a quick victory over Tharg and HIP-26688, protecting Ram Ta's base over in Mean from being invaded by the bugs. In the aftermath of the battle, pieces of Hydra were collected from the planet's surface and transported to Hutton Orbital for studies by hack scientists. Maybe one or two of those, so interesting. Remarkable discovery was made when an oozy substance found outside a cubicle 3 crawled into the lab and attempted to eat the Hydra hull samples but wasn't instantly dissolved from the caustic material. In fact, it formed a hard material that we at Hacks Command have forced into the first ever Hackswing mug. Now, because so many commanders did extraordinary feats during this operation, it was only fair to draw names from a beaker on who would earn such an incredible piece of drinkware. For their participation in the Battle of Hadamard's Inheritance and the first Hot Pubes operation, I, Atris5060, as Hackswing Coordinator, grant Hackswing mugs to Commanders Happy Moon Monkey, Azraphael, and Little Grey. Bring from it proudly, Commanders, and continue to defend both the mug and humanity. 
in recognition for their impressive kill count and being the new leader on the career Thargoid kill leaderboard, Commander Mills Stonebarn of Ed's 38 has also earned a Haxwing mug. I salute you for your feet and am proud to have Hutton fly along Ed's 38 any day of the week. Keep an eye out for additional communications from Haxwing on how you can earn your Haxwing mug, truckers. Haxwing would also like to commend the following commanders for last week's efforts in the Thargoid War. For their impressive combat skills, Commander Zed Stormbringer, Oplerker1005, and Val Silvana of uh, respectively killed 601, 243, and 192 Thargoids. For their humanitarian efforts in evacuating civilians, Commanders Afrothaz, Miat 11, and Captain MD have earned recognition by transport 4,193, 1,249, and 761 civilians, respectively. Axwing is in your debt and hopes to see your continued support in this ongoing war against the Thargoid. I've been rambling for quite a bit now here, Chuckers, and I think I'm dying, so let's cut to the chase. Axwing, your orders this week to defend Hezer near the Kokijo Maelstrom. Details can be found in the Haxwing briefing that was sent out this morning. Combat and evac pilots are needed, and more importantly, we need haulers to bring in emergency supplies. Good luck out there, truckers, and see you on the front. For the mug, Jesus, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, that was the worst Atrus uh, impersonation we've had yet. Um, it was a notable week in Hutton Space as we have moved into quite a special system of particular interest to Hutton runners. Only four systems are getting themselves noticed for the wrong reasons, you know where is nowhere to be found, and there's still no sign of a new war in Avic. More on those stories coming up. Rust 671 has maintained its grip at the bottom spot for a third week and has managed to lose three points, leaving it on 33. A third of the system influence is tied up in another war which should end at the weekend, so get in there then and boost Hutton. Gaining a point in the week to leave it on 35 is notoriously slow to move Epsilon Indy. Boost Hutton influence in Alvin's most populous system. 40% of influence in Narenses is tied up in a civil war for second and third place, which started yesterday. By this time next week, we should see how this leaves Hutton's influence currently on 36. Fourth and last of this week's delinquents is Stein 2051. Yet another election is tying up a third of the influence, so whilst things aren't desperate, it's worth keeping an eye on this system early next week to give it a boost when the election concludes. Despite the Hutton early warning system, Trepin has fallen into an election, with player faction, the CIA, which is currently tied at one all. Run election missions in Trepin before we lose control of the system. Well done to the commanders who made an absurd profit by shipping in medical supplies into bonkers in Wolf 25 last week. As per normal standards, half of them weren't fit for purpose and have been stockpiled so that they don't make anyone's accounting look bad. The infrastructure failure in WISE 0855-0711 was relieved quickly. Alvin congratulates those who made the schlep to Yamazaki and its medium pad. There will be no mention of Barnard's star this week, as it's sitting pretty on 42. Oh, wait. At the overachieving end of the Hotten Systems table, we have three systems above 60% after the Haghole burst. 
The big BGS news this week is that Snuggles has finally got his very late Christmas present as Hutton expanded into 36 off Yuki. So all we have to do now is get in there and take full control. With the election starting today and we'll soon have the second longest supercruise in the galaxy. It's only 4.2 million light seconds. Priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, boost Ross 671 and Epsilon Indy, win the election in 36 off Yuki in order to stay in the system, win the election in Trepin in order to not lose control of the system, and ship medical supplies into LP525-39 to relieve the outbreak. Next we have a message from which we've received from Caboose. The Nexus in- Initiative's founding carrier, the Gary Horgan, has departed the bubble for the last time. This week the inspiration and namesake of the carrier passed away, leaving behind a legacy of explorers and pioneers. Gary Horgan was a high school chemistry teacher pastor, newscaster for radio channel WBBM News in the late 20th century, and a mentor and astronomer until his passing in February 2023. His grandson is the co-founder of the Nexus Initiative and commander of the fleet carriers Gary Horgan and Legacy of Dawn. The carrier that bears his name departed for the Vale Nebula setting down at Vale West Sector DL-Y D68 as its final resting place. Here it will continue to provide a safe haven, refuel, repair and cartography services for both veteran explorers and new explorers just setting out of the bubble. Well, well, that news went on so long we ran out of the uh, the music behind it. Mm. <laughs> we did, didn't we? And it's a nineteen minute track, so that's quite impressive. Whoa, yeah, that's very good. That's good. So, I think it's because my piece is too long, but you know. Yeah, I really like fake actress. Fake actress. I really like fake actress. Yeah, that's yes. uh, for those who aren't sure. That did a good was fifty sixty stuntman tonight. I've hit the real also one known in the cupboard somewhere. 50-60. We think it might actually be one of the bionic hamsters that's escaped, but uh, we're not certain. We don't talk about that, all right? The real one's locked in the cupboard for safekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> he likes his cupboards. <laughs> so, who saw the... the hose. <laughs> <laughs> So who saw the Frontier live stream? I only Not listened me. to it. Me, me, me. I'll, I, saw, I'll I, I saw most of it. <laughs> oh, listen to that. Let the breakers done his homework. No. Well, you can, you can have I wasn't listening. I was just watching. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, Chicks is the expert. Yeah, I know, but I've... <laughs> You wouldn't have heard any of that because my mic was muted. But uh... Aha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Frontier Livestream number 25 with Bruce and Arf. 
Indeed. Like, uh, Brusanov, yes. Um, Brusanov. Brusanov. So I was, I was, what I was doing in the background there while I was muted was I was trying to see if we have any Twitch drops tonight. And mm, I no, we don't seem to see them. Yeah. Um, despite them saying on the live stream that the Elite Partner Program um, partners, um, obviously, if you watch their streams, um, you can pick up some paint jobs. Um, one thing they mentioned on that program as well is they will be expanding it very soon. So I think that's like 500, 600 applications. Um, and I don't think they're going to roll it out to all of those, but I think uh, they've, they've chosen a selection. That was, that, was my, that was my interpretation of what they said. They didn't really give any mm. detail at all. So I've probably said five times as much as they did. Um, <laughs> Winter PJs. Is still vogue on the live stream. Some nice ones. Uh, there's a, a python ice and a cobra ice, which will go nicely with the, uh, the yeah. anaconda and the yeah, ass. they're, um, they're kind nice, of a bit nice, gorgeous, aren't they? These nice blue, that isn't it? Do we have a photo? Oh, yep, they're on screen now. Oh, there we are. Yeah, look at those. Fancy. Mm, very pretty. And you only needed to watch um, the half an hour. Lives well, 15 minutes, actually. Was it 15 I'd minutes? Seen... Yeah, it was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, they were, it was very quick. I like the Python. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's almost like, not snowflakes, but snow blobs. Or is that hail? Oh, hail, hail the Python. Python. All, <laughs> yeah. All hail the Python. I always kind of think, there's one thing I don't need, it's another Python paint job, and then you see a paint job on a Python. Like, oh, oh, I'm having that. Good. And you think, yeah, yeah, I'm going to fly with Python again for a while, just so I can use that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I whipped, out me, I whipped out my Python the other day and uh, it, I noticed, yeah. yeah, it still had the Halloween paint job on it. I, I can't remember. Right. It's not getting much use yeah. now, is it? And, the, well, and then the officer still, knocked on works. your window and told you to put it away, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I, think it, I think it might be the one I won on the live stream, like four live streams ago or something. Oh, okay. Um, I was like, oh, look at that. Um, now, you know... You know when big film stars and uh, or theatre stars go and do a play, or when rock mm. stars, you know, turn up at a, mm-hmm. at a at a gig venue and they have a thing called a a rider. Oh, well, yeah. apparently Arf has got quite a stiff rider because he. Pardon? <laughs> what has he done? He he asked. And who did he do it to? <laughs> He, I think I think this is a, a, a an old sort of uh, I don't I can't remember which band it was, but it's an old rock music joke where somebody asks for a bowl of a popular uh, sugar coated chocolate. You know, they're not L and L's. Put it that way. Not they're not L and L's. No, and apparently they they didn't want any blue ones in there. Well, they asked entirely for a bowl of blue ones, and. Have you got the uh, got the screen yeah, grab? Oh, look at that! Managed to get. He's he's holding what really looks like is a bowl full of small blue performance enhancers. Yes. Um, is is the best thing I can describe that. Anyway, he was popping. Well, he has them. recently married, doesn't he? Ah, well, he probably need the whole bowl full then. Yeah. Um, but not, yeah, not if it's already a stiff rider. <laughs> Yes. Only if it lasts longer than four hours, he needs to docker. <laughs> with um, with that many, it's pretty much bound to. Don't poke someone's uh, eye out with that many. Can, can somebody? Are they bots in the? Uh, can, can someone can, moderate Twitch? Kill please? the bots in Twitch, please. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, yeah, I can't <laughs> and, mm. and uh, in best sort of radio station uh, um, um, style, um, Bruce grabbed a big handful, shoved them in his face just before he started to speak, and he's like, <laughs> and I'm thinking, Bruce, you were you were brought up better, you what were drugged pudding. up better than that. Yeah, no, don't don't, don't say he was drugged up when he's just taking a big handful of blue pills. <laughs> yeah, and if he didn't swallow them and quickly again, enough, he'd end up on Twitch. Yeah, yeah kill no idea. If he doesn't um, swallow them quickly enough, he'll end up with a stiff neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a robbery at the factory where where they they make those things down in at the Pfizer factory, and uh, police are on the lookout for a gang of hardened criminals. Yay! <laughs> No, badumtish. Standards are. Yeah, we, we've upped our standards, so up yours too. Um, so they talked a little bit. Um, it's the first, obviously, the first live stream since the fourteen dot zero two mini update last. Was it last Monday? Last Tuesday? Um, yeah. But most of it wasn't of great interest to me because it was mostly concerning uh, Tharg stuff. Um, but we did say in last week's show that we think the graphics look better. They've done something's happened. Um, yeah, it does look really good at the moment. Um, <clears throat> they did acknowledge that fleet carrier jumps. Some people have been experiencing uh, quite. I think I saw a post maybe on Discord the other day that somebody somebody's carrier took like forty minutes to do a jump. Um. And they are aware of it, but they say they don't think it's busy servers as it was, you know, when fleet carriers first came out and everyone was struggling because they were all trying to jump at the same time. Um, so they're looking into it. They are aware they're looking into it. So don't fret if your fleet carrier takes longer than 15 minutes to jump. And then um, people have been getting all creative with with Lego. Um, and there's, there's somebody, he's, he's basically built, the entire uh, station interior in its entirety, and all the bits you can walk around. Um, They're absolutely the, amazing, aren't they? Yeah, it's you can see the you see the the first picture on the screen. You see the bar in the corner there. Then you can see next to it the sort of little shop where you can buy a new ship. There's the bar. It's very cool. And uh, yeah, they've got the lighting in there and everything. It's with characters. There's a, there's a there's a great shot zoomed in. Oh, they, somebody's made a chieftain, which was particularly. Um, for some reason that was yeah he made him very happy yeah it is a nice little model that oh that's the the spinny thing that we normally have as a, have a screensaver the um yeah the holographic ship I'm display not, i'm not sure the chieftain made them that happy that might have been the performance enhancers <laughs> just one question are we sure that these are made in lego or are they just the the much better graphics that people are talking about uh, I'm pretty well. I can, I can. I mean, who knows these days? You know, they can. They seem to be able to fat, fake more or less anything, like even an Atrus fifty sixty. That's Minecraft mode. Yeah, yeah, they are good, aren't they? Mm, um, they really are. And even well, probably not even more creative, but equally creative. Um, somebody has created a Raspberry Pi. Um, Elite control panel for their cockpit. Um, what? Yeah, yep. it's got button, buttons and lights and switches and all kinds of stuff. Um, oh, look I at can, that! I can see it on the screen now, and that runs and uh, runs off a Raspberry Pi alongside somebody's somebody's rig. That's isn't it? 
The Raspberry Pi, of course, co-founded by uh, a certain David Braben. David Braben, yeah, mm. he was one of the co-founders. Yeah. yeah. I was expecting to see an actual Raspberry Pi. Oh, <laughs> you could. It's just behind the screen in the top section. I'm hungry now. <laughs> well, the rares are on later. Who knows what you'll be tucking into? Look at all those real life ones and switch That's pretty nice. Press them all and flip them all. Very impressive. Yes. So there was lots of. It, it was it, it was a funny Super Cruise. Uh, sorry, a, a funny live stream because it was it was pretty light on news and it was pretty light on features. There were no interviews with developers, and they're all busy working on uh, update fifteen. Um, so there was an awful lot of sort of community submitted stuff. Um, there's a chap over on Reddit, um, and I'm just going to copy the link into Twitch chat so you can go and look at his creations. Um, but he produces um, blueprints, and apparently this chap is a is is an architect or a, you know somebody who does drawing. Um, for their day job, and has produced all these marvellous blueprints of uh, this one, particular one is DBX. Um, and he's also turned them into a whole book. They were describing a, a book's probably the best word, that he sent in, and they thought it was so good. They were like, well, we're not just going to shove this on stream. We're going to do something with this. You know, we, So they're kicking around ideas what they ought to do with all these marvellous blueprints. And if anybody says ship interiors, uh, they can (laughs) leave the stream. Uh, Well, he has actually done an interior for a ship. Yeah, it's uh, done done every deck. They were sort Mm. of flicking through, and uh, some of the pictures, one of the ones I saw was sort of A, B, and C deck on a a DBX. I thought, wow, I've got a lot of time going into that. Because you've obviously got to think of it in three dimensions, and you know, not everything is a single... Uh, a single right. deck height, but yeah, yeah, the bunch cutways and all that kind of thing. It's just that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they also showed. I, I, I don't have a picture of it, but the winged hussars, <laughs> the winged hussars <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> I think it's root rats who who does it. You know, it might be root rats or not, but root rats sent it in. It's a an elite dangerous twenty twenty three or oh, sorry thirty three oh nine calendar. Um, no. with some very nice sort of glossy, really professionally done um, uh-huh. glossy calendar, which which looked great. I don't know if they're available. Um, I don't even, I can't remember if they made mention of them being available. But I know David Braben has one, and the community team have one. That so, would be nice because we met. We, uh, we met Root Rats at uh, LaveCon, didn't we? Yep. Yeah, when they were <laughs> when they were heckling the. Uh, Cotton radio show as going for uh, silver was on at mm. the time. <laughs> um, the last, well, the last thing there is Constance Flux. Constance Flux, a trucker. I've certainly seen the name doing the. I've seen the name a few times. Yeah. Doing well, I've seen them doing too hot, too messy. I'm not, but Constance Flux I think, had I think a Martin runs. In- Possibly been on. Yes, I seem yeah. to remember they've been in the Hunt and Helper results at some point. Mm, that's right. Well, they had a stellar screenshot published, sort of some, looked like somebody doing out doing a bit of exo bio while they were having a sneaky peek at a, um, you know the uh, the not settlements but a station. You know the ones that have the large sort of triangular tower in the middle of them. 
you know, the enormous sort of city-like ones, the circular ones. One of those in Bangkok. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty, pretty good. It was, And they were sort of uh, fossicking amongst uh, as I've forgotten the commander's name who we used to feature a lot. Um, his fossicking word, not the pretender, not the Flossy, you'll remember. Oh, I'm sorry, what was that? I was, I was doing something else. Uh, the guy who went to the western edge of the galaxy, he, he was fossicking around uh, in among some space loofers and uh, caught the picture. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> lastly, the, the high wake, um, you'll probably remember from, from previous times we've shown it, but the high wake has produced another one of these sort of cartoony videos. Um you know, that tells the story, and it features Arissa. And I think I just saw Litho posting yeah, that. It's in just gone into chat. The Twitch chat. So make a note of that, and you can watch it when, uh, it when we finish. No, I mean, you, <laughs> you can. Yeah, you can watch that when I'm on. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Anyway, yeah. it, was, uh, it was short and sweet. Um, it didn't, didn't run the full two hours, but... Uh, well, maybe it did, but I, I switched off at that point. My guests arrived. So, uh, very good. Mm, good live show. Yeah, not as good as ours, good, obviously. but uh... It was different with, with not having a large chunk of it with uh, sort of developer chat as they've been recently. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was still good. Still lots of community-created stuff in there. Yeah, they they said they were leaving the devs to actually get on with you know get on developing with, yeah. update fifteen, and they thought that probably the community would prefer it that way. I guess they're probably right. I don't know some of the. I don't think some of the community, when I use the word community loosely, would uh, there's any way to please them. No, you're probably right there. The ones the ones that toil away in the salt mines every day. Yes. Never enough. Hmm. Never enough. Yes. Never enough. So, never right. Do we have a drum roll? We do. Is it time for a drum roll? Well, I, I guess it is. Is there anything it else is. anybody wants to talk about? Well, uh, shall we? Oh, happy, for, happy for a drum roll. Let's roll okay. some drums. Mm. This week's muck winner is Talky Mouse. That's Talky, as in the. Town in Devon. Herds of wildebeest sweeping across that talkie. Yes, mouse yeah. as in smaller than a rat. <laughs> it's, it's not a rat, it's a hamster. It's, it's Siberian, Siberian hamster. It's, it's Siberian hamster. hamster. <laughs> Basil the hamster. Anyway, the mug winner is Torquay Mouse. So, Talkie Yay! Mouse, if you would like to get Yay! in touch, and where should they get in touch? Anyone? Anybody I took know? part. I took part at huttonorbital.com. Yeah. Uh, with some sort of proof of who they are, a screenshot or something with their name on. Blood sample. Picture. DNA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Credit card <laughs> details. <laughs> oh, yes, especially I know, that. I know from the mum... <laughs> <laughs> I've sent a message and Hutton Helper to them as well, so that that is actually me. That's not a scam. That depends. So, were you asking for details or credit cards? So, what is the word of the day? Always. What of the day? What of the day is latibulate? 
Latibulate. And what does it mean? means to hide in a corner. Ah, um, I'll give you an example in a sentence, if you like. Okay. Even though Vantian latibulated, Gust of the Clown still found him. It, it sounds like a bowel movement. It does sound a bit, there's something rude about it. That is it definitely is, yeah. Which is why I chose it. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. It's a good word. It is a good word. It's a slightly mm. rude, rude sounding word, but it's not a rude word. So, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying mm. it immensely. Anyway, now that we've got that done, there's only one more thing left to do before we introduce Flossie with this week's CG News. It is my question of the week. What do you call an anteater who's been thrown out of a nightclub? Drunk? Jeff. Fred. A barbed fart. Aardvark! 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 And now we have Flossie with the CG News. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. here with this week's CG News. Last week's CG helped Kumo Council defend the California Nebula. Finished just short of Tier 5 this morning with over 819 billion credits earned. The top 75% of participants will receive a Pirate Faction green paint job for the ASP Scout. The top 50% of participants will also receive a Pirate Faction purple paint job for the Alliance Chieftain. And the top 25% of participants will also receive a Pirate Faction rose paint job for the Creative Phantom. Uh, there are no CGs this week, so that's it for this week. That's it, the CG news. <laughs> That's it for this week's CG News. Sorry about a slight delay there. We're having a a debate about whether or not we have a a Galnet News Digest this week. Yes, we have. Are you sure that's not last week's? No, Peter posted just um, on in our chat that he just put it up before. Oh, excellent. In that case, hopefully, this will work. Mm-hmm. So it's um, time to hand over to the two fat ladies of news, trundling around on a motorbike and sidecar, looking for the ingredients to make a lovely story. It's Beetlejuice and Wotherspoon with the Galnet News Digest. News Digest, 11th of February 3309. We read the news, so you don't have to. In this week's news, the Kumo crew finds itself rejected by an ungrateful population. The Zeno peace movement refuses to die, 
while those who are fighting in the Thargoid War may find things a little easier than before. The Kumu crew is claiming that its anti-Xenu operation in the California Nebula saved many lives, but it seems that the Alliance citizens that Pirate King Archon Delane said he was helping are happier living with Thargoids than being ruled by a pirate. The initiative certainly resulted in many Thargoids being slaughtered in the California Nebula, a region where humans and Thargoids have previously been able to coexist with relatively little friction. Those who assisted can claim their rewards from the Michelin Megaship, which remains in the California Sector HR-WD1-28 system. However, none of the bases run by the Turner Research Group, and which the Kumo Council seized at the start of their anti-Xeno campaign, remain under Delane's control. Local militias, who believe that the Kumo Council was using the anti-Xeno story as a pretext to expand in the nebula, took matters into their own hands and took the bases back with no help whatsoever from the Alliance Defence Force. The Alliance, which admitted that it had received an urgent call for assistance from the Turner Research Group, has expressed its mild concern at recent events in the California Nebula and is thinking of setting up a committee to discuss how those three bases could have been taken so easily. The Xeno peace movement isn't dead yet, and it's been pointing the finger at the superpowers and the corporations, claiming the Thargoid War is a massive setup designed to make arms manufacturers unbelievably wealthy. Blaming the superpowers for almost anything is fairly easy, as, with good reason, is accusing companies like Azimuth Biotech of profiting from its own incendiary actions. Timothy Culver, who used to be a spokesperson for the Thargoid Advocacy Project, claimed that the superpowers knew the Proteus Wave would backfire, and that they intended to provoke a war with the aliens. The blood, he said, of billions is on the money-grabbing hands of corporate shareholders. There has been some public disorder by those who believe these conspiracy theories, and there are reports of break-ins and attempts to find written evidence to back up these theories. However, the superpowers all claim that matters are well in hand and that the protests are by a small number of anti-establishment agitators. A rather better organised protest against the Thargoid War is taking place at the wrecked Kingfisher Peace Megaship in the Hyades Sector YO-Q-B5-1 system. Until the 11th of February, several megaships are paying ten times the galactic average for escape pods and black boxes recovered from the stricken megaship. Their possibly forlorn hope is that the Kingfisher may be repairable to shine on as a beacon of reconciliation in the face of the all-consuming conflict. If you'd like to help out, don't forget your hatchbreaker, repair and collect Olympic controllers and be wary of any Thargoids who might misunderstand your motives. The fleet carriers YKE Drimo and YKE Asteria are in the area to buy what you can recover from the wreck. It's not all sweetness and light with the alien hordes. 
Commanders fighting to prevent the expansion of Thrygod control on the southern fringe of human-occupied space have been given an unexpected helping hand. Where previously Thursdays were a huge reset button, with systems that were 99% saved from the Thargoid invasion suddenly turning out to be not saved at all, and everyone having to start again from scratch, now just one third of the total effort required to repel the Thargoids is lost. So, for example, if humanity has got halfway to recovering the system, on Thursday one third of the total effort required will be lost. That's 50% minus 33%, which leaves 17% progress already achieved at the start of the next week, making it just that little bit easier to ease the Thargoids out before they take total control. This also affects Thargoid control systems. If we get two-thirds of the way to driving the Thargoids out of a system they control by Thursday, then one-third of the progress will be lost and we'll still be one-third of the way to eliminating from that system in the following week. It's still going to be a lot less effort to finish the job in a single week, but at least now any progress above 33% will mean that there's some benefit carried forward to the following week. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Now it's over to the one fat bastard of results, like a beach ball with fingers, and making us all want to latibulate. It's Mia Harkness with the Hutton Helper results. to the Hutton Helper Results. The Hutton Helper Results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a packet of food cartridges and a menu. This week we have the following events. The Just Dinners Don't Deliver Out Here Cup. The Does a One Ton Canister Count as a Single Munchie Box Tournament. The Happy Hauler Pizza Delivery Deja Vu Trophy. The Who Ate the Last Chip Charity Shield. The I Will Fight to the Death to Defend My Pakoras Spectacular and the Pick Up Orders Only Award. So, fork and knife at the ready, drink your milk on standby in case it's spicy and try not to get the bombo crumb. The Hunt and Helper results are Little Circle, Big Square Thing with a Circle in it, Dot, Star, Black Circle, White Circle, Jumped 40,000, 44,000 light years to come first in distance travel again this week. Fish 2193 sold 46,000 tons of cargo. Groove Champion is top mission runner with 253 mission points. And just to be different, Alex Zuno has handed in 777,777,777 credits for the bounties. Attic 2 handed in 3.1 billion credits of combat bonds. And Groove Champion also delivered 3,812 people to their various destinations. So, decals for 
small circle, big square thing with a circle in it, dot, star, black circle, white circle. I wish I knew how to pronounce that. Me at 11, again, please, please tell us to just make contact. And Groove Champion. Please email itookpart at huttonorbital.com and arrange the link to your hut and decal kit. Which this week consists of Jamie Oliver's How to Cook When You Have as a Massive Tongue Cookbook, a pot noodle, and Harry Balzac's address for when you need proper fancy food. There have been seven hut and runs in the last seven days. The top five are Eat Lots Glue, do not eat lots of glue. Eat Lots Glue, 1 hour 23 minutes 30 seconds. Core Badger, 1 hour 23 minutes 45 seconds. Nevis, 1 hour 24 minutes and 22 seconds. Norbert Patinod, 1 hour 24 minutes and 26 seconds. And Silas Scratcher Resi, 1 hour 24 minutes and 29 seconds. There is a whole galaxy of stuff out there needing desalinated, sugar defrosted, exploded, launched, rung in, decked with boughs of holly, motivated, evacuated, unfriended, rejected, manhandled, or women handled, smeared, deflected, kept warm in the oven, emphasized, sniffed, snuffled, flip flopped, mistranslated to and from Spanish, chilled, mugged, ginned, wrapped up with a pretty bow, shipped short, rescued, having their immersion ruined, battered and deep fried. Repaired, destroyed, bought, sold, squeezed, inflated, bumped, frozen, liquidated, evaporated, smelled, licked, discombobulated, recombobulated, headbutted, rubbed, compressed, enveloped, strained, fermented, motherized with an S, interbanged, latibulated, upcycled, violently downcycled, disallowed, reallowed after VAR, spelted, loved, adored, cherished, and probinated. And you can earn yourself a very fetching hut, very fetching hut and decal for doing it. To get involved, you just have to go to hot.forthemug.com and download a sign-up for the spectacular Hutton Helper, available in three scintillating formats. Let's face it, anything has to be better than missing second breakfast. Anyway, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. Thank you, Mia. Now over to Amelia for the Galnet Rares Digest. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities. So you don't have to. Never let it be said that the Galnet Rares Digest steers away from controversial commodities. After all, we've tried some of the least ethically sourced things in the galaxy. We've seen creatures hunted and exploited, native flora and fauna changed beyond recognition by science, eaten things that we really should be saving and generally explored and examined the ongoing exploitation of the natural universe by humanity. Sometimes, though, the rares are about humanity exploiting each other. Oh, okay, yes, I, I know that there was that one rare that I'm pretty sure used the secretions of a whole station's population to sell to the public at exorbitant prices. But this one seems to be aimed at the 
terminally gullible. Whether that's the people who sell the items, who are undoubtedly rich as a result, or those who buy them. Well, that remains to be seen. In terms of gullible, there are two locations in the galaxy that are infamous for convincing people to travel awfully long ways. First, of course, there's Hutton Orbital, which at 0.22 light years away from the jump point over in Alpha Centauri, is a heck of a long way to go for anything. But Hutton, despite not having a shipyard, or selling limpets, or having a large docking pad, it has at least two interesting rares. There are no free anacondas. Trust me on this one, I've tried. I've been told there are 100 credits, but I refer you to my previous statement about people being easily taken in. Second to Hutton though, and far less well known, is Katzenstein Dock in 36 Ophiuchi. At only 0.14 light years from the arrival point, it's comfortably half the travel time that Hutton is, with no sneaky second suns in the way with big gravity wells. And it also has a rare, Ophiuchi Exeno Artifacts. What makes 36 Ophiuchi more interesting than Alpha Centauri is that the third star, despite being a long way away, has two water worlds orbiting it. And it's on both of these water worlds that the artifacts can be found. Uh, or so the marketing tells me. Both planets are regularly ravaged by huge storms, and, as water worlds, only have very small atolls of land dotted across the globes. Volcanic in nature, and subject to some brutal weathering, these atolls are the site of some truly spectacular natural stone sculptures. The volcanism on the water worlds throws and thrusts molten rock up through the oceans, which as it cools, twists, turns and writhes as the sea boils. It doesn't do this in huge explosions, or in the kind of massive eruption that creates places like Hawaii. It does it through tiny cracks in the crust of the planet letting the molten rock seep up in slender columns. When the towers reach the surface of the ocean, they continue to grow, and the violent windstorms warp the cooling rock into astonishing shapes. Looking at pictures of the tectonic plate margins of the planet, they are quite literally littered with what can only be described as modern abstract art. Stonemasons and artists could quite literally cry at the sight of natural stone formations that make their own handiwork look, frankly, shabby. The Ophiuchians have turned these natural formations into a thriving market for art buyers. And as the planets are naturally active, and likely to be for a really long time, it's just a case of grab rock, sell rock, profit. It's just about the only place in the galaxy that still uses more A-star boats, most of which are battered and patched, and, well, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Harvesting Ophiuchic Xeno artifacts is a dangerous pastime. If the water doesn't get you, the storms will. If the wind doesn't smash you into a cool-looking bit of rock, the cool-looking bits of rock will quite literally jump out of the water and spear your ship. Then the wind will get you. Um, and then the water. And probably when you've sunk far enough, the rock will get you. Or, or the pressure. That said, they've got an endless supply of them, 
fly down, grab a rock, fly to the station, stick it in an art auction, invite some very rich and incredibly gullible imperial types who want to adorn their summer palace, or, or a federal multi-gazillionaire who wants one in the foyer of their new corporate headquarters, and, well, walk off with enough cash to buy yourself a spaceship. The local government limits the supply, mainly so they can get the starboats repaired between sessions, partly because they're, they're drunk from the profits, and of course, so they can appear to be rare things. But I've seen warehouses full of these natural sculptures. Oh, did I mention most of them look very rude? I mean, I don't have to paint you a picture, but, but the vast majority of them look like someone's undercarriage had an accident with an electric whisk. Anyway, this is Amelia Hawke reporting for the Galnet News Digest, and I've just seen a pop star part with a five-figure sum for a bit of rock that to all intents and purposes looks like a wiener. Thank you, Amelia. As always, that You're was a very right. um, insightful and penetrating piece of reporting that you did there. Penetrating. <laughs> <laughs> can can wiener be our next word of the week? <laughs> word of the wiener. Exactly. Or wiener of the week. Wiener of the week. Oh. I'm, sure that, I'm sure there's a wiener-like word in that book somewhere. I'm going to have a look. I've actually taken that into work. work. Everybody's putting a word to the day now. <laughs> <laughs> And you latibulate a wiener. I have a, I have a morbid dread of wieners. I fear the oh. worst. Oh, oh. I was wondering when he was going to get do it. Do you want me to go back and read the advert joke again? <laughs> did you see Volcarius's advert joke in the ch in the Twitch chat? I did not. Let me see this. But the chat's all gone tiny. I don't know what to do. Oh, okay. It's it's quite a way up. Volcarius, don't encourage. <laughs> <laughs> where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, I saw somebody okay, saying I should be latitulated, but what, what do you call, call an anti? An Sorry, go on, Flossie. <laughs> Which finally stops sitting around a standard bark. Oh, for God's sake! I mean, it's, it's bad. Oh, that's, next, that's next week's joke written. It's definitely aardvark worthy. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's bad enough to be. <sighs> I've just been told I need to be latitulated. Well, make you sure you wipe it clean when you've done it. What you lated? Yeah. Latipulated. Ah, yes. To yeah, latipulate. What of the week? Word of the week. Like we've used it so many we've times. Used, we've used it a few times already. We even got a previous word of the weekend there with Womble cropped. We didn't <laughs> use Tiddy Nook, though. No, no, well, yeah. Thank you can't need to squeeze a little Tiddy Nope in there. Yeah, you can't use Tiddy Nope a lot. You can only, you can only have a little Tiddy Nope of Tiddy Nope. True. I'm, I'm not sure we really need the titty nopes when we had that many willies in the uh, the rares, though. So yes. <laughs> that would have been the ideal place to slip in a titty nope. Yes. Um, shall we have yeah. a big alarm?
Yeah, I think we've run out of other things to do. So, um, oh yeah, I, I think to... I think we've had some very big lamps already. Let's <laughs> turn the volume down on my headset. Yeah. So, for anybody that doesn't know what's coming next, and we do have some first time timers in here. Horn. Yeah, it's uh, it's time to take your headphones off, or at least turn the volume way, way down. Oh, go into the Can't say we didn't for warn the you. Mug. For the mug. Don't say you weren't warned. For the mug, fuckers! <laughs> no journey too long and no cargo too small. The profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We'll take anything, anytime, and To the sun, swivel like the pilot on the Xbox One. Alvin at the front, you know he leads as well. Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody else. Father Mark, Father Mark, yeah, you know just where we're coming from. Father Mark, Father Mark, now everybody sing the Hutton Trucker song. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the show. Everyone's buggered off now. 
so why don't you bugger off too? Seamless.